Welcome back to Entertainment Banter. My name's Joel. And I'm Matt. This week, we bring you Top 10 of Something. Top 10 of Something. Top 10 movies. Top 10 movies of all time. Top 10 movies but not top of 10 all movies time. of all time for you, but top 10 movies of all time for us. <laughs> but not top 10 movies. <laughs> but not the best top 10 movies. The top, we're actually really going to watch or talk about really really movies we liked but they were meant to be good these movies like picture a movie you meant to watch that was supposed to be good hold on (laughs) i'm getting my tongues tied here you're giving me a headache i know keep going think of a movie that was trying to be good yes and it ended up being bad but then it was so bad that it was good it was good Yes. And we are going to okay. do top 10 of those. Our top 10. All right. I We're probably not even going to keep I'm track more, of the numbers. I may not remember all 10. We're probably not even. together we'll come up with 10. We're probably not even going to hit 10. I think top 10 just I, sounds good. I already have one. Like on the banter one. top title, it's just going to sound cool. It's going to top 10. And people are like, oh, what top 10? And we're going to get to like two maybe. Right. Yeah, probably. Because we're going to try to keep it under oh, wraps this time. Matt, what is your number one? No particular order. Uh, it's just one's. Okay, good, good. Because we I, are in I no particular order, it. even though we're saying top ten. It's just top right ten. It's just well, 10, one of my all-time one of my all-time favorite ones was uh, in the I, I think it was nineteen eighties. It could be nineties at this point. I don't know, but Arnold Schwarzenegger's The Running Man. It comes to mind absolutely. The there's so many great dialogue. So moments. There's, there's this. I, are you familiar with The Running Man? I didn't see it, but you, there has to be an Arnold one-liner in it then, because it was from one of his first movies. Oh my gosh! There's there's like a bazillion. Okay, so uh. long story short, it's the dark, distant future, right? Like mm-hmm. all his films are, and uh, he's a, a a police officer or something. I don't know what. And uh, he was wrongly accused of a crime he didn't commit, of course, and he's been in jail. And uh, so what happens is, you know, society has collapsed, but to keep it going, kind of like the Hunger Games, they have a game show. And the game show is about taking uh, contestants and they have to go up against these gladiators. The gladiators are like these ridiculous characters. It's kind of like Mega Man villains. If you can think about this little guy that's like all about electricity. There's another guy that's got spikes or something you know like there's all just different ridiculous characters that you go through this gauntlet in the game show you're actually in a game show and you have to fight your way through and if you survive you know you get your freedom or you get a a, you know prize or whatever but like uh so arnold they select um prisoners to compete against these gladiators so it's like american gladiators meets you know a game show so you slide down this tube into like the game zone area and it's like, you know, it's like you're fighting for your life, literally, to survive. And you're fighting all these ridiculous characters. And Arnold's one-liners are absolutely amazing in the, throughout the whole film. The film is terrible, but the one-liners are, are classic. You know, my brother quotes it best. I, I'll mess it up. But there's one part where Arnold is talking to the game show host, the creator. He's like, I hope you live to see that contract or because uh, I'm going to make you eat that contract. I, I, he says something like, I'm going to shove that contract you down your throat. Know. Mm-hmm. I don't even know. I can't even say it. Like, uh, I, I think I said he's Get like, I hope, I, I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna make you eat that contract. But I hope you save room for my fist because I'm gonna shove it down your throat and break your goddamn spine. Oh my god. <laughs> Your 
Christmas tree. And like like there's a guy named Zero, Sub Zero. He's Sub Zero now. Plane Zero. Because oh he kills him, God. you know, like all these stupid things. It's a great movie. You should watch it. Anybody I that should. hasn't seen it should get a good laugh. You know? And like, you know, they doctored the footage to to blackmail him, you know, or to to frame him and you know, he's like, he's like, you can't shoot those people. They're innocent women and children down there. <laughs> and, then, and then, of course, the, the, the doctored video shows him just going, shoot them. <laughs> like he's framed. It's hilarious. It's so good. It's so good. But it was meant to be a good movie, though. Oh, yeah. It was supposed to be a hardcore sci-fi action film. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> but <laughs> It was awesome. One of mine. One All of right, mine what's yours? Would be... Uh... So it's going to be a whole franchise because I feel like they wanted it to be good. And it's just so bad, but it's so Is good. this a franchise that was expected to be a one and done movie? Then they made another and then they made another. And the next thing you know, no, no, no. They made one and, and then they made another because they didn't know they're going to make another. And they made a third one thinking they're going to change the formula. And then they went back and then they went back to a whole new formula for the fourth. And then they reincorporated right. everything with bullshit uh, tie-ins. Okay. Fast and the I Furious. I what you're talking about. Yep. <laughs> it was so Okay, first off, the whole series is based around Paul Walker and Vin Diesel, who are the worst actors in this franchise and probably <laughs> one of the worst actors that are making way too much money. They are so bad that Man, when they're they're Chicks and Cars though, Chicks and it's Cars. What's about? I mean, it wouldn't turn into a a street racing movie into I don't know what what are they? Spy are they Mission Impossible people like just saving the world? Yeah, it's like Spy Hunter now. I love I love the bullshit that like in the newer movies where they tie in like small um, story plots from like something you saw from the first one that wasn't going that way. Wasn't going anywhere. No, yeah. but they try to tie it in so much, and then uh, I, I love that they use that Tokyo Drift, <laughs> the third movie, is uh-huh. the the future of after the fifth movie. But yeah, it hurts my brain. But but uh, in the fifth movie, they have like iPhones by then. But in Tokyo Drift, they're still using <laughs> flip phones and shit as the highest technology. <laughs> That's funny. It, it's just so it. funny. But one of my favorite lines. Well, first off, it's hard to watch Paul Walker uh, act. Rest in peace, Paul Walker. I'm, I'm sorry to hear I, yeah. you were a good human being, but a horrible actor. And I'll say that. <laughs> but he, it's hard to watch him act because all he does is sway back and forth. Have you seen his sway, his his wobble? He's like, "Hey, cuz, I honestly haven't watched a lot of his films. We ain't gonna go hungry this this way." And that's probably like better acting than he did. <laughs> and uh, just one of his famous lines from the show that everyone will probably quote: "It will be, uh, I like the tuna, the no crust." Oh, <laughs> yeah, I it's remember so that. that was bad. So bad. It was so bad, but yeah. it's so good because. It, because in the end, they're fun movies because, one, you don't think. The plot's so simple, and uh, you don't need to think. It actually makes it feel like you're smarter than them. It's like, oh, my God, like I can outsmart them. Two, right? they always, they're, in all the movies, no matter what you do, when there's a scene, they have a nice car somewhere. Like whenever they're at the barbecue, they got to show nice, nice cars, which is really cool. And then when I thought, you know, you like cars. Yeah. So it's really cool to watch all that. But it's always silly because I always try to bring it back to the street racing feel. So they're always like talking about things. And then you hear like uh, Vin Diesel say some bullshit like, oh, man, he's pushing. uh, We all we need LSD um, um, differentials in all these cars like. Are you fucking serious? They probably already have LSD in them all. Shut up. Why you found (laughs) that random car knowledge for no goddamn reason? (laughs) 
<laughs> it's so stupid. So I haven't followed this franchise. How how many are we in now? There's nine total, if you include the Hobbs and Shaw one, and the tenth one's coming out, which is Fast and the Furious nine, and then there's two more cleared to come out. So there's gonna be eleven. There'll be twelve total, but eleven of the normal people. But this wow. newest movie is going to actually incorporate um, the Tokyo Drift guy, which is interesting to me. They're actually bringing yeah, him back. Yeah, actually. I actually like that. I, heard, I only saw the first And three. Michael Cena is in this one. So it's going to be like, everyone's saying that it's actually, this is probably the part of the better of all the movies everyone's saying. So I'm like, all right, I'm 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 down for the ride. The, the, first off, the stunts are impossible. Impossible. Right. Um, but the uh, the cars are cool. The, the ideas of them doing the stunts is cool because all the stuntmen get to get work. And I, I like to appreciate that. I have a lot of friends that are stuntmen. And then I like the idea. And then, you know, the girls. The girls are hot and, you know. First two movies, the girls right. didn't have asses, but now they're getting like, all right, these girls have asses. All right, all right. But what I always found <laughs> funny, tough. what I always found funny, yeah. so you, as you watch the franchise, it's so, it's so, they're trying to be badass, but it's so bad, it's good, but then it's bad again, and right. then it's good again. It goes right. back and forth. So they all get these cool cars when they go to like, you know, all these places. But um, Paul Walker's character, um, Brian O'Connor, always has like a Skyline or some kind of Japanese import. And then you have uh, Vin Diesel's character who always has a Dodge vehicle. So there was a moment in, I think, the sixth or seventh movie. God, they all blur. They all seem like the same movie, to be honest. Of course. Of course. They go to um, Saudi Arabia and uh, they roll up in style, like fancy and all these freaking million dollar cars. And Vin Diesel's character always rolls up in some bullshit Dodge that you know didn't cost more than 50 grand. And you're like, what the fuck? Right. And he gets out of the car like he owns the shit. I'm like, get out of here. You're fucking <laughs> shitty. But if you want a good laugh and a good, I just watched them all just recently. If you want a good laugh and just go like, yeah, they are trying to be badass. And it's just awful. Like there was a scene when he was <laughs> the first time they brought the rock. The rock's like the best actor in all the movies. He, <laughs> At the end of one of the movies, he stands next to Vin Diesel, not not um, in front of the talk to him, but next to because they're having a beef. And he goes, right. till next ride. That's what uh, Vin Diesel says. And, uh, and, and The Rock <laughs> oh, says geez. something this else. Sounds awful. And then they just walk away it. like, are you fucking kidding me? I got, so I got, I got a chill shit? of like embarrassment. You know what I mean? Yeah, I yeah, yeah. Oh, I get that too. You said that line. Oh, yeah. I Right down my spine. Every time Vin Until Diesel. Next ride. Or, Until next ride. Or when Vin Diesel <laughs> goes, uh, um, I live my life a quarter <laughs> mile at a time. By the way, though, from the first to the fourth movie, oh, geez. Vin Diesel was in the first one. He was a cameo in the third one, and then he was back in the fourth. Um, he right. gained like 50 pounds, it looks like. Not in muscle, but. Mm-mm. Chub, chub. Chub, chub. Anyways. Chub, chub. Moving on. He might have had some kids. We don't want to hear something. Oh, uh, who knows? He he's in gaining weight. But anyways, moving on. Matt, what's right, moving on. So I, for I, you, Matt. Uh, I uh, I just watched it again recently. Uh, <laughs> Kevin Costner, Waterworld. Oh I my god! I was actually thinking that too. Yeah, like so. Uh, if people that don't know, when that movie came out, it was very controversial because it went way over budget. Uh, director oh, yeah. demanded that the set would actually float in the water. It, and it created problems. And the, people that don't know the premise, uh, polar ice caps <clears throat> melted. Can you or just something. say the opening? And, in a world where the polar ice yeah, caps have world. melted and there's not a drop right. of land in the site. Everybody's living on what water. What do they call now, them? Surviving. They call them, they call them um, 
The floating land, the floating ships, what they call them? They called them something. Oh, I don't know. Well, they there's, you know, it's kind of like Mad Max on the water because was, you've got smokers. you got smokers, yeah, I was just right? Trying to, They're the, the crazy people. Well, because it turned into probably one of the best amusement park stunt shows of all time. Oh, yeah, that's true. But, like, Kevin Costner plays like a merman because he's, he's starting to mutate, you know, evolution. Oh, yeah, because evolution and, takes uh, place in 100 years. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> that's how fast it works. It's how fast yeah, it works, guys. Uh, and, but I remember they rushed that film so much that when I saw it in theaters, uh, there's an underwater scene, and in the widescreen version, you literally saw the person that gave them oxygen swimming out of shot in the theater. Like, <laughs> they just had to rough cut it. And so since then, I've always watched for that scene, oh and God. they've always cropped it. They've always cropped it now. But I literally, you literally see <laughs> the guy, like, swimming away at the last second. Oh, my gosh. Um, like in the Which stunt I think show. is hilarious. You know what's funny about the the stunt show is that I've gone to auditions many times, and yeah. uh, they always ask. Like, you would be a, be a beautiful smoker, by the way. I tried to, but every time I went, it was like it became like a very competitive world because um, stuntmen's already competitive, but it became even more competitive when I was going for it, and um, they were only like no one wanted to lose the job. It's a fun job, apparently. So uh, right, of course, a hundred people would come for one. One per one track, so and it was wow. never the track I That's wanted crazy. to go for. But did you want to do the jet skis that pop out yeah, of the water, of or the the falling man? Of course, falling man. I, that, that's gotta. Well, I went for the comedian who played, you know, next to him who doesn't talk really, just like acts out and stuff in front of a uh, um, the yeah. de- deacon or duken. But uh, yeah, what they yeah. ask you to try to um, find out your personality is they ask what your favorite movie is on the, your um, resume or your application when you turn it in, and it. <laughs> There's one kid when they're like, you know, they typecast you a lot, so they look you over. This kid, they go, really? You put down Waterworld as your best movie, favorite movie. Don't suck up to us, kid. <laughs> and they're like, he's like, no, really, it's my favorite movie. And it's, it's like, no, it's not. Get out of here. No one's favorite movie is Waterworld. And literally the guys are like, you can leave. <laughs> wow. Yeah, they're like, funny. you may like the stunt show, but it is not a good movie. <laughs> no, it's not. I just love, well, it's funny because it's so bad it's good. Like, uh. I will say that uh, when he plays uh, the deacon, I forget the actor's name at the moment, but uh, I just love the way he delivers his line. Like, I don't give a shit. He took out my eye. <laughs> it's just like he's yelling at this little girl like oh, the whole God. time, like threatening to kill her or at the same time. He's trying to befriend her like setbacks. You know, it's, or, just, it's really kind of hilarious or when to they watch. Find, you know? And they actually find dry land. And it's like he has dry land. he has dirt in a bag and he drops in the water many times and it's still dry. It's right. like proof of dry right. land. But I feel like if you go right. underwater, grab the dirt from all the way in the bottom of the ocean if you can get down there, like they show that you can, and bring it to the top, let it dry out. <gasps> dry land. It's so Well, stupid. what cracks me up too is like, Paper, it's paper. Like it's talking about paper. Like it's been like a year, or like you said, a hundred years or whatever. I don't know how long. It only, it's been, it's but, not been that long, actually. But but, it, but here, if you drop a, a magazine in the ocean, it's probably gonna dissolve in like a couple of days, right? No problem. <laughs> but somehow they miraculously find all these magazines. They're like in the like he's looking at it underwater, like because he's a half mer dude. Like he keeps <laughs> he keeps the magazine underwater as he's reading it. Like you know what I mean? Like just pick it up out of the fucking water and look at it. It's like uh, it's all movie movie magic, right? You're like oh, this is how he would read underwater. I'm so gonna stupid. I'm gonna go watch it. That magazine wouldn't last more than two seconds I'm underwater. Gonna, Definitely go watch it after we get off this. Oh yeah, it's hilarious. <laughs> there's this freaking guy my with bottle glasses. Oh no, that's I have right. to look for my dad, so I need to find out. Oh where he my is. gosh, 
Uh, <laughs> one final thing about it. This guy, the smokers live on an oil tanker, right? That has beached or whatever. I don't know. And uh, so that's how they get their oil for their jet skis and all this shit. But they keep this one guy in the bottom of the tank and he's got a yardstick, you know, he's just measuring how much oil they have left. And it's, he's been, he's so pale because they just keep him in the dark measuring oil, smelling oil all day. And so when they drop a lighter down and the oil catches fire, he's like, oh, thank God. Like, he's just glad that they torch him because he hated being down there so much. Big ass Coke bottle glasses. Fine. What's the next, uh, so what's your next movie? My next movie would be, uh, I, there was such high hopes for it and I really wanted it. And everybody wanted it to do well. Even the company that produced it was Mario Brothers. It mm. absolutely was a movie that they made. Not only was it supposed to be like follow the storyline, it was made to be like Nintendo, like video games break it into the film film world, right? Mortal Kombat right, came right. out and had success. Terribly done. Street Fighter came out. It had no success, you know, uh, so they had Mario Brothers coming out, and they wanted it to Double be... Double Dragon. Double Dragon. But that was later. The, I think that was They're all around the same time, though. The, all these like video game movies, which um, they were hoping for. And when Mario came out, it was just like they wanted it to be more than what it was. And it's just... But it's so... Well, you, you When you first go see it, you're <laughs> expecting Mario Brothers, right? So then, right, so you right. first watch it. It's and awful. The actors it's an awful great. movie. Yeah, I like they both picked the actors. good actors, but it was an awful movie. But then you sit down and think about it, and then you go, "Let me watch it again." Now you're not expecting it to be what it was, and now right. you get what what it is, and then you're like, "No, this is a funny movie. This is great." Like they tried it to be better, and it wasn't. But you know what? It still has its moments, and it's just like, like that one scene, like, "Hey, what are your names? My name's Mario. What's your last name? Mario." Well, what's his name? Luigi. <laughs> what's your last name? Luigi Mario. <laughs> like, it was just so stupid. That's funny. But it, I uh, I was a little deprived as a kid, so I remember wanting to see it. I thought it was interesting because, you know, at the time, you didn't have the internet. You just had magazines. I saw stuff, that right, shit in the through. theaters. Right. Well, I didn't. But so I saw it as an adult later, and I was like, what the hell is this garbage? Well, <laughs> I mean, like the Koopa heads. Like, they were like these did... small mini Koopa heads. It and Goombas. They were sense. Goombas. They were the Goombas Koopas. Is that but what it, they were? That's what they were. And it, it just didn't make any sense. Like, But they look like lizards. When you, like, they look how like does lizards, it, not Goombas. How, how does it go that far away from what it is? How? How does it get that far-fetched? Is it, are they trying to mock? Like, what were they trying to do? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what they're even trying know. to do. It's just like you don't – it doesn't make any – like it starts out well. It's just jumping on a bandwagon. I know, but you know? it started off so well. Like, okay, you know, Mar you got to know Mario and Luigi and their Brooklyn world and how they're plumbers and how – and then they get trapped and then they get, you know, pulled down to this dimension and you, then it became like – I don't even know what. Like, I mean, there's not really people, many people in the munch Mushroom Kingdom. It's just, you know, the Toads and Toadette and – Yeah, Princess and they're very – human looking you know yeah they're all they're that was the problem that was the problem the thing is in mario mario brothers the only humans that look human are the humans uh luigi and mario right. and then princess peach is actually um a uh, fungus and the king still has the mushroom hat everyone has the mushroom thing princess peach is the only fungus that looks like what she does which is right weird. right um, I know we're running short on time, so I have to mention it. Uh, <laughs> poor Arnold. He's in a lot of mine. Um, Batman and Robin. 
Oh, uh, they jury, tried uh, so Schubacher. hard for that to be the sequel to Batman Forever. Right. It was the sequel. It was, but it was awful. Yeah, no, but I mean, like, they uh, tried so. And they changed their Batmans to, you know, uh, I just the bat nipples came oh in full effect. Oh, except, except when Alicia Silverstone put hers on, I didn't see, I didn't see her bat nipples. Well, because uh, um, her suit wasn't perfect. <laughs> oh, but you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> could you imagine if they had put no, bat but they, nipples on Batgirl's no, suit? They gave her the uh, line on the bottom for Camel Toe. Oh, there you go. There you go. Oh, just joking. Uh, no, they didn't. Or did but, they? Uh, go check it's it funny out? because it's funny though because like that movie's bad. Like the whole like, I don't know if they were trying to pull the Adam West routine because like Bat Express card was used in that one. Do you oh, remember that? Like, they just gave up. They're trying on, to buy poison to ivy. So everything corny. They were trying to bring back the the campy of the comic book. Or all yeah, Adam like West. the Adam West yeah. bang pow, yeah, uh-huh. for sure. But it was so bad, it was good. You know, like Arnold Schwarzenegger trying to make his snow henchmen sing White Christmas, not White Christmas, but oh, the God. the Christmas, uh, or I don't know, the Year Without a Santa Claus songs or whatever it's from the claymation or uh, no, Franklin Bass sure, stuff. Sure, 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 sure. I get you, I get you, but it, it was just so meh. Yeah, but I yeah. get what you're saying. Schwarzenegger <laughs> is in a lot of movies that are meant to be good, and it, and it end up being bad. But then they're good because they're bad. Well, this one he he knew what he was getting into. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, like even like uh, like Predator, I would say Predator would be like a good movie that's bad, but then it's actually good because it's bad. Really? Yeah, because like, I didn't think it was bad. I don't know. I, I thought the first Predator was awesome. I mean, I saw it the first time I saw it. Ironically. I was in Boy Scouts and we went to this summer camp and that's what they were showing us. And we go back into the woods and every time we hear like, <laughs> we're shitting our pants. You know what I mean? Although, did you watch the video yeah, I sent like, you with the Predator alien coming out? Uh, Not the video. I saw the, the picture, but yes, I know of it. That was from Alien vs. Predator. Right, You're right. Right. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So uh, do you have another one? Because I'm running short on time. I have one more if you, if you're, you know, go, go if with you're yours. I can't something. confuse even if I couldn't think of one. I, I mean, I don't know. So another one uh, was like, I think there was something with the eighties and nineties because everyone was jumping on uh, commercial bandwagons and uh, what we call pop culture when it see pop culture, believe it or not, didn't always exist. Okay. It, it was created in the eighties and the, yeah. in the, in the nineties and a lot of pop culture items around that time. So when they were popular for the first time, Hollywood took those brands and they didn't know what to do with them. They made their movies, like you said, like Super Mario Brothers and Ninja Turtles was one. And, yeah, because now we have, you know, we have and the then, nostalgia culture now that's recreating all that. Right, right. And they're actually trying to do a better job with it. Mm-hmm. But the one that came out that was god-awful was He-Man, or it was called Masters of the Universe with Ralph uh, Dorf. Is it Ralph London? Dorf London? I can't remember. Oh, my but gosh. He was, he was in the Rocky movie. He played the Russian, right? Okay. And, uh, but he played He-Man. And uh, Dwarf London, maybe? Uh, I don't know. But anyways, uh, that movie was so bad. It was like the classic thing where they, they had a great start where they started in the setting of Eternia, which is this far-off planet. But then, they, of course, like every movie, they come to Earth. And uh, it was just so bad from here on out. They meet up with these high school kids, and they're trying to save the high school kids and get back to Eternia. and It's just... It's so bad. It's good. It has the same kind of special effects you would see in like the Dark Crystal or, uh, you know, uh, the Neverending Story. You know those kind of settings. And so, it was it was entertaining to watch. Or like I Am Legend, or not I Am Legend. Sorry, Legend. I should say with Tom Cruise. But like it was 
so bad, but right now it's the only representation of He-Man on the silver screen, at least at, <laughs> at this far in, in point in time. So you're forced to watch it if you're a He-Man fan, but it just cracks me up because it's it it had potential. You know, like the costumes were interesting and exciting. The the sets were okay, like the matte paintings of the Castle Grayskull and all that. But overall, it was just again, it's like that classic '80s bad. But what I like to watch is the old special effects, the the practical effects that they used to do. It had a lot of that in it. So it's just awful to watch, but at the same time, you can't look away. This is not a good movie, and it's not a good movie by being a bad movie and making it good. But I want to end on this. I'm waiting. Okay. For Angley's The Hulk to become good again. Not again, to become good. Sense? I'm waiting for it to become good because it's so bad. <laughs> All right, can I can I just say one thing about that? What? When that movie came out, now keep in mind, we hadn't had hardly any superhero movies. We had, Hard, we had, a we had the X-Men, we had um, Spider-Man. We had one X-Men, we had Spider-Man, and we had Fantastic Four, right, maybe. Right, right. Mm-hmm. There was the first time we had those movies right. ever. So when we got Hulk... I, again, I think it was Hollywood trying to change things up to be different for each genre. No, they because they didn't know what they, it wasn't meant to last. It was Ang right? Lee who did it all. If you talk to him, in I know. Interviews. But here's the thing, Ang Lee. I like a lot of his movies though, like Mission Impossible Two. I think he did. I love that Crouching one. Tiger, Hidden but, uh, Dragon. But but it's funny that you say that because when I went to the theater and I saw, I know you were like, "This is garbage," and you walked out. I thought it was fun. To watch it look like a comic he, book. That's what I, was I thought. Say. He tried to make it like You never saw. You never saw. You never saw a movie like that before. You know what I mean? I Where mean, the editing it, was designed to look like a comic. He did that the whole time. And he also did the. Uh, he followed the fact that um, in the comics it said that Hulk can jump three mile distances. Yes, and he and did. he did it in the in the movie. And then it was just like to see it in a movie was so much worse to actually see it like in our really i kind of liked it the desert jumping oh my god the desert jumping okay no what i didn't like was the the mutated dogs and his father's plot that was just weird you know what i mean the hulk dogs whatever the hulk dogs and his father's plot i could have done without all the irony of all that the hulk toys from that movie are worth more money than any iron man toy right now uh like of like i believe caliber i believe I believe it. Well, and the final thing I'll say about that movie too is the score was done really well. The score, it was a really yeah, good score. I could see that. So, I mean, I can't remember who did the score. I don't think it was Danny Elfman. It could, or James Horner. I don't remember, but I just remember liking the score from that film. I thought they did a good job with John that. Williams. And it was one of the first times <laughs> they started adding. Uh, it wasn't like the uh, the Arabian Night feel to to scores. You know what I mean? Like. Uh, and again, Ang Lee did that a lot too. He did it. I think he did it with Mission Impossible too. But it was there's some kind of like uh, female. I don't know how you would describe that type of singing, but yeah, it was it was interesting. So, anyways, all right. So the Hulk. That's that's how we're ending it, huh? That's how we're ending the it. Hulk. But you said it. But it said. But you said that's bad. It's not. Even I don't. Worth I'm waiting yet. for it to become good again. Or not like again. you don't I'm watch look for forward to scenes and laugh at no it, right? you know, no like, see I'm waiting to like, for that moment where humor's death someone because sometimes it takes one person to see it from their point of view and they tell you something about it you go really so you go back and watch it and you go ah uh, yeah yeah you know what I mean like sometimes you watch yeah, a movie yeah. you have your, only your references and your point of view to watch it when you hear someone else's point of view sometimes it changes your preference on it that's why you're not you should never. 
when someone says, don't tell me any spoilers, even when you say, if they trust your opinion, even if you say, oh, I liked it or not liked it, now they have this interpretation like, well, if he liked it, now there's like pressure or it changes how you watch the movie. It absolutely does. Right. So I'm waiting for someone to change my interpretation of the Hulk. Right now, maybe you did a little bit, but no. Once you said the dogs, it ruined <laughs> it again. Well, I, I agree with you. It's I To be honest with you, I don't think any of the Hulk, even with Edward Norton, I don't think any of the Hulk movies were good. No. I just I can't wrap I can't wrap myself around a Hulk movie. I, that's why I thought Thor Ragnarok was so brilliantly done because yeah. it is technically a Hulk movie, but we got both characters Thor and right. Hulk, and there it the, it was the it was like a buddy and comedy. It's probably you know I mean? going to be a Hulk Deadpool or a Hulk Wolverine movie that we're going to get next to. So yeah, that would be interesting. That'd be very interesting to see. Absolutely, or all three together. I mean, they could. So. Deadpool and Wolverine are both mercenaries, and they easily can go hunt the Hulk. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, so my favorite movie, and this is what I'll end on, my final thought is um, The Last Jedi is a terrible movie to watch, and it is not funny at all whatsoever. So it's a, it's a bad, good, bad movie, constantly bad. So thank you for listening to Entertainment <laughs> Benta. My name is Matt. Uh, fuck you, Ryan Johnson. And my name is Joel. And I'm done.